Papers Read on AI, with Rob, keeping you up to date with the latest research. This reading is brought to you by Mars Race, Stake a Claim on the Red Planet, available on Android and iOS. Instant Neural Graphics Primitives with a Multi-Resolution Hash Encoding. Authored 2022 by T. Muller, Alex Evans, Christoph Sheed, A. Keller. Neural graphics primitives, parameterized by fully connected neural networks, can be costly to train and evaluate. We reduce this cost with a versatile new input encoding that permits the use of a smaller network without sacrificing quality, thus significantly reducing the number of floating-point memory access operations. A small neural network is augmented by a multi-resolution hash table of trainable feature vectors whose values are optimized through stochastic gradient descent. The multi-resolution structure allows the network to disambiguate hash collisions, making for a simple architecture that is trivial to parallelize on modern GPUs. We leverage this parallelism by implementing the whole system using fully fused CUDA kernels with a focus on minimizing wasted bandwidth and compute operations. We achieve a combined speedup of several orders of magnitude, enabling training of high-quality neural graphics primitives in a matter of seconds, and rendering in tens of milliseconds at a resolution of 1920 by 1080. Muller et al. 36-2.1. Introduction. Computer graphics primitives are fundamentally represented by mathematical functions that parameterize appearance. The quality and performance characteristics of the mathematical representation are crucial for visual fidelity. We desire representations that remain fast and compact while capturing high-frequency, local detail. Functions represented by multi-layer perceptrons, MLPs, used as neural graphics primitives, have been shown to match these criteria, to varying degree, for example as representations of shape, Martel et al., 2021, Park et al., 2019, and Radiance Fields, Lou et al., 2020, Mildenhall et al., 2020, Muller et al., 2020, 2021. The important commonality of the aforementioned approaches is an encoding that maps neural network inputs to a higher dimensional space, which is key for extracting high approximation quality from compact models. Most successful among these encodings are trainable, task-specific data structures, Lu et al., 2020, Takikawa et al., 2021, that take on a large portion of the learning task. This enables the use of smaller, more efficient MLPs. However, such data structures rely on heuristics and structural modifications, such as pruning, splitting, or merging, that may complicate the training process, limit the method to a specific task, or limit performance on GPUs where control flow and pointer chasing is expensive. We address these concerns with our multi-resolution hash encoding, which is adaptive and efficient, independent of the task. It is configured by just two values the number of parameters T and the desired finest resolution Nmax yielding state-of-the-art quality on a variety of tasks, figure 1, after a few seconds of training. Key to both the task-independent adaptivity and efficiency is a multi-resolution hierarchy of hash tables, adaptivity. We map a cascade of grids to corresponding fixed-size arrays of feature vectors. At coarse resolutions, there is a one-to-one mapping from grid points to array entries. At fine resolutions, the array is treated as a hash table and indexed using a spatial hash function, where multiple grid points alias each array entry. Such hash collisions cause the colliding training gradients to average, meaning that the largest gradients those most relevant to the loss function will dominate. The hash tables thus automatically prioritize the sparse areas with the most important fine-scale detail. Unlike prior work, no structural updates to the data structure are needed at any point during training. Efficiency. Our hash table lookups are O, 1, and do not require control flow. 
This maps well to modern GPUs, avoiding execution divergence and serial pointer chasing inherent in tree traversals. The hash tables for all resolutions may be queried in parallel. We validate our multi-resolution hash encoding in four representative tasks. See figure 1, 1, gigapixel image. The MLP learns the mapping from 2D coordinates to RGB colors of a high-resolution image. 2. Neural Sign Distance Functions, SDF, the MLP learns the mapping from 3D coordinates to the distance to a surface. 3. Neural Radiance Caching, NRC, the MLP learns the 5D light field of a given scene from a Monte Carlo path tracer. 4. Neural Radiance and Density Fields, NERF, the MLP learns the 3D density and 5D light field of a given scene from image observations and corresponding perspective transforms. In the following, we first review prior neural network encodings, section 2, then we describe our encoding, section 3, and its implementation, section 4, followed lastly by our experiments, section 5, and discussion thereof, section 6. Two background and related work early examples of encoding the inputs of a machine learning model into a higher dimensional space include the one-hot encoding, Harris and Harris 2013, and the kernel trick, Theodoridis 2008, by which complex arrangements of data can be made linearly separable. For neural networks, input encodings have proven useful in the attention components of recurrent architectures, Gehring et al., 2017, and, subsequently, Transformers, Baswani et al., 2017, where they help the neural network to identify the location it is currently processing. Viswani et al. Reference 2017. Encode scalar positions XCR as a multi-resolution sequence of LEN sine and cosine functions. This has been adopted in computer graphics to encode the spatio-directionally varying light field and volume density in the NERF algorithm. Mildenhall et al. 2020. The five dimensions of this light field are independently encoded using the above formula. This was later extended to randomly oriented parallel wavefronts, Tanchik et al. 2020, and level of detail filtering, Baron et al. 2021. We will refer to this family of encodings as frequency encodings. Notably, frequency encodings followed by a linear transformation have been used in other computer graphics tasks, such as approximating the visibility function, Annan et al. 2007. Janssen and Bavoil 2010. Muller et al. 2019. 2020. Suggested a continuous variant of the one-hot encoding based on rasterizing a kernel, the one-blob encoding, which can achieve more accurate results than frequency encodings in bounded domains at the cost of being single-scale. Parametric encodings. Recently, state-of-the-art results have been achieved by parametric encodings, Lu et al., 2020, Takikawa et al., 2021, which blur the line between classical data structures and neural approaches. The idea is to arrange additional trainable parameters, beyond weights and biases, in an auxiliary data structure, such as a grid, Chabra et al., 2020, Zhang et al., 2020, Lu et al., 2020, Peng et al., 2020, or a tree, Takikawa et al., 2021, and to look up and interpolate these parameters depending on the input vector x euro road. This arrangement trades a larger memory footprint for a smaller computational cost, whereas for each gradient propagated backwards through the network, every weight in the fully connected MLP network must be updated. For the trainable input encoding parameters, feature vectors, only a very small number are affected. For example, with a trilinearly interpolated 3D grid of feature vectors, only eight such grid points need to be updated for each sample back propagated to the encoding. In this way, although the total number of parameters is much higher for a parametric encoding than a fixed input encoding, the number of flops and memory accesses required for the update during training is not increased significantly. 
By reducing the size of the MLP, such parametric models can typically be trained to convergence much faster without sacrificing approximation quality. Another parametric approach uses a tree subdivision of the domain road, wherein a large auxiliary coordinate encoder neural network, ACORN, Martel et al., 2021, is trained to output dense feature grids in the leaf node around X. These dense feature grids, which have on the order of 10,000 entries, are then linearly interpolated, as in Lu et al. 2020. This approach tends to yield a larger degree of adaptivity compared with the previous parametric encodings, albeit at greater computational cost which can only be amortized when sufficiently many inputs X fall into each leaf node. Sparse parametric encodings. While existing parametric encodings tend to yield much greater accuracy than their non-parametric predecessors, they also come with downsides in efficiency and versatility. Dense grids of trainable features consume much more memory than the neural network weights. To illustrate the trade-offs and to motivate our method, figure 2 shows the effect on reconstruction quality of a neural radiance field for several different encodings. Without any input encoding at all, uh, the network is only able to learn a fairly smooth function of position, resulting in a poor approximation of the light field. The frequency encoding, B, allows the same moderately sized network, 8 hidden layers, each 256 wide, to represent the scene much more accurately. The middle image, C, pairs a smaller network with a dense grid of 1283 trilinearly interpolated feature vectors in R16, for a total of 33.6 million trainable parameters. The large number of trainable parameters can be efficiently updated, as each sample only affects 8 grid points. However, the dense grid is wasteful in two ways. First, it allocates as many features to areas of empty space as it does to those areas near the surface. The number of parameters grows as O, N3, while the visible surface of interest has surface area that grows only as O, N2. In this example, the grid has resolution 1283, but only 53807, 2.57%, of its cells touch the visible surface. Second, natural scenes exhibit smoothness, motivating the use of a multi-resolution decomposition, Jabane et al., 2020, Hadadon et al., 2021. Figure 2, D, shows the result of using an encoding in which interpolated features are stored in eight co-located grids with resolutions from 163 to 1733. These are concatenated to form the input to the network. Despite having less than half the number of parameters as C, the reconstruction quality is similar. If the surface of interest is known a priori, a data structure such as an octree, Takikawa et al., 2021, or sparse grid, Chabra et al., 2020, Chabane et al., 2020, Hadadon et al., 2021, Zhang et al., 2020, Lu et al., 2020, Peng et al., 2020, can be used to cull away the unused features in the dense grid. However, in the NERF setting, surfaces only emerge during training. NSVF, Lu et al., 2020, and several concurrent works, Sun et al., 2021, U et al., 2021A, adopt a multi-stage, course-defined strategy in which regions of the feature grid are progressively refined and culled away as necessary. While effective, this leads to a more complex training process in which the sparse data structure must be periodically updated. Our method figure 2, E, F, combines both ideas to reduce waste. We store the trainable feature vectors in a compact hash table, whose size is a hyperparameter T which can be tuned to trade the number of parameters for reconstruction quality. It does not rely on any spatial data structure, progressive pruning during training, or a priori knowledge of the geometry of the encoded scene. Analogous to the multi-resolution grid example in D, we use multiple separate hash tables indexed at different resolutions, whose interpolated outputs are concatenated before being passed through the MLP. 
the reconstruction quality is comparable to the dense grid encoding, despite having 20x fewer parameters. Unlike prior work that used spatial hashing, Teschner et al. 2003, for 3D reconstruction, Niesner et al. 2013, we do not explicitly handle collisions of the hash functions by typical means like probing, bucketing, or chaining. Instead, we rely on the neural network to learn to disambiguate hash collisions itself, avoiding control flow divergence, reducing implementation complexity and improving performance. Another performance benefit is the predictable memory layout of the hash tables that is independent of the data that is represented. While good caching behavior is often hard to achieve with tree-like data structures, our hash tables can be fine-tuned for low-level architectural details such as cache size. Muller et al. 36-4. 3-M-U-L-T-I-R-E-S-O-L-U-T-I-O-N hash encoding given a fully connected neural network M. Y. We are interested in an encoding of its inputs Y equals ENC, X, 0, that improves the approximation quality and training speed across a wide range of applications without incurring a notable performance overhead. Our neural network not only has trainable weight parameters, but also trainable encoding parameters 0. These are arranged into L levels, each containing up to T feature vectors with dimensionality F. Typical values for these hyperparameters are shown in Table 1. Figure 3 illustrates the steps performed in our multi-resolution hash encoding. Each level, two of which are shown as red and blue in the figure, is independent and conceptually stores feature vectors at the vertices of a grid, the resolution of which is chosen to be a geometric progression of between the coarsest and finest resolutions, nmin, nmax, nmax is chosen to match the finest detail in the training data. Due to the large number of levels L, the growth factor is usually small. Our use cases have B euro, 1.38, 2. Consider a single level 1. The input coordinate XE road is scaled by that level's grid resolution before rounding down and up, she, equals, x knee, shield, equals, x knee, n, equals, equals, n mean b, equals, she, and, shield span a voxel with 2d integer vertices in zd. We map each corner to an entry in the level's respective feature vector array, which has fixed size of at most t for coarse levels where a dense grid requires fewer than t parameters, i.e., knee, dst, this mapping is one-to-one. At finer levels, we use a hash function h, zdz to index into the array, effectively treating it as a hash table, although there is no explicit collision handling. We rely instead on the gradient-based optimization to store appropriate sparse detail in the array, and the subsequent neural network M, Y, 0, for collision resolution. The number of trainable encoding parameters 0 is therefore O, T, and bounded by TLF which in our case is always T32, see table 1. We use a spatial hash function, Teschner et al., 2003, of the form where denotes the bitwise XOR operation and I are unique, large prime numbers. Effectively, this formula XORs the results of a per-dimension linear congruential, pseudo-random, permutation, Lemmer 1951, decor relating the effect of the dimensions on the hashed value. Notably, to achieve, pseudo, independence, only D1 of the D dimensions must be permuted, so we choose A1, equals 1 for better cache coherence. Point 1 lastly, the feature vectors at each corner are d-linearly interpolated according to the relative position of x within its hypercube, i.e. the interpolation weight is y, equals x1, she. Recall that this process takes place independently for each of the L levels. The interpolated feature vectors of each level, as well as auxiliary inputs and in e such as the encoded view direction and textures in neural radiance caching, are concatenated to produce yerlf plus e, which is the encoded input enc, x, 0, to the MLPM, Y. Performance versus quality. 
choosing the hash table size T provides a trade-off between performance, memory, and quality. Higher values of T result in higher quality and lower performance. The memory footprint is linear in T, whereas quality and performance tend to scale sublinearly. We analyze the impact of T in figure 4, where we report test error versus training time for a wide range of T values for three neural graphics primitives. We recommend practitioners to use T to tweak the encoding to their desired performance characteristics. The hyperparameters L, number of levels, and F, number of feature dimensions, also trade off quality and performance, which we analyze for an approximately constant number of trainable encoding parameters 0 in figure 5. In this analysis, we found F equals 2, L equals 16, to be a favorable Pareto optimum in all our applications, so we use these values in all other results and recommend them as the default to practitioners equals implicit hash collision resolution. It may appear counterintuitive that this encoding is able to reconstruct scenes faithfully in the presence of hash collisions. Key to its success is that the different resolution levels have different strengths that complement each other. The coarser levels, and thus the encoding as a whole, are injective that is, they suffer from no collisions at all. However, they can only represent a low-resolution version of the scene, since they offer features which are linearly interpolated from a widely spaced grid of points. Conversely, Fine levels can capture small features due to their fine grid resolution, but will suffer from many collisions that is, disparate points which hash to the same table entry too. Luckily, such collisions are pseudo-randomly scattered across space, and statistically very unlikely to occur simultaneously at every level for a single given point. When training samples collide in this way, their gradients average. Consider that the importance to the final reconstruction of such samples is rarely equal. For example, a point on a visible surface of a radiance field will contribute strongly to the reconstructed image, having high visibility and high density, both terms which multiplicatively affect the magnitude of backpropagated gradients, causing large changes to its table entries, while a point in empty space that happens to refer to the same entry will have a much muller at all. 36 to 6. Smaller weight. As a result, the gradients of the more important samples dominate the collision average in the alias table entry in question will naturally be optimized in such a way that it reflects the needs of the higher weighted point. The less important point will then have its final output corrected by other levels in the multi-resolution hierarchy. Online adaptivity. Note that if the distribution of inputs X changes over time during training, for example if they become concentrated in a small region, then finer grid levels will experience fewer collisions and a more accurate function can be learned. In other words, the multi-resolution hash encoding automatically adapts to the training data distribution, inheriting the benefits of tree-based encodings, to Kikawa et al. 2021, without task-specific data structure maintenance that might cause discrete jumps during training. One of our applications, neural radiance caching in section 5.3, continually adapts to animated viewpoints and 3D content, greatly benefiting from this feature. D. Linear interpolation. Interpolating the queried hash table entries ensures that the encoding ENC, X, 0, and by the chain rule its composition with the neural network M, ENC, X, 0, 0, are continuous. Without interpolation, grid-aligned discontinuities would be present in the network output, which would result in an undesirable blocky appearance. One may desire higher-order smoothness, for example when approximating partial differential equations. A concrete example from computer graphics are signed distance functions, in which case the gradient m, enc, x, 0, 0, dx, the surface normal, would ideally also be continuous. For this case, we provide a low-cost approach in Appendix A4. 1. MPLEMENTAT1. On. To demonstrate the speed of the multi-resolution hash encoding, 
we implemented it in CUDA and integrated it with the fast fully fused MLPs of the tiny CUDA NN framework, Muller 2021. We released the source code of the multi-resolution hash encoding as an update to Muller 2021 and the source code pertaining to the neural graphics primitives at https colon slash slash github.com slash envilab slash instant dash ngp. Performance considerations. In order to optimize inference and backpropagation performance, we store hash table entries at half precision, two bytes per entry. We additionally maintain a master copy of the parameters in full precision for stable mixed precision parameter updates, following Misikovicius et al. Reference 2018. To optimally use the GPU's caches, we evaluate the hash tables level by level. When processing a batch of input positions, we schedule the computation to look up the first level of the multi-resolution hash encoding for all inputs, followed by the second level for all inputs, and so on. Thus, only a small number of consecutive hash tables have to reside in caches at any given time, depending on how much parallelism is available on the GPU. Importantly, this structure of computation automatically makes good use of the available caches and parallelism for a wide range of hash table sizes T on our hardware. The performance of the encoding remains roughly constant as long as the hash table size stays below T less than 219. Beyond this threshold, performance starts to drop significantly. See figure 4. This is explained by the 6 megabytes L2 cache of our NVIDIA RTX 3090 GPU, which becomes too small for individual hash tables as soon as 2TF greater than 6220. The optimal number of feature dimensions F per lookup depends on the GPU architecture. On one hand, a small number favors cache locality in the aforementioned streaming approach, but on the other hand, a large F favors memory coherence by allowing for F-wide vector load instructions. F equals 2 gave us the best cost quality trade-off on our GPU and we use it in all our experiments. See figure 5. MLP architecture. In all tasks, except for NERF which we will describe later, we use an MLP with two hidden layers that have a width of 64 neurons and rectified linear unit, ReLU, activation functions. The choice of losses and output activation is task-specific and will be detailed in the respective subsections. Initialization. We initialize neural network weights according to Glorot and Benjo, 2010, to provide a reasonable scaling of activations and their gradients throughout the layers of the neural network. We initialize the hash table entries using the uniform distribution U, 10 to 4, 10 to 4, to provide a small amount of randomness while encouraging initial predictions close to zero. This initialization works well in all of our tasks. We also tried a variety of different distributions, including zero initialization, which all resulted in a very slightly worse initial convergence speed. The hash table appears to be robust to the initialization scheme. Training. We jointly train the neural network weights in the hash table entries by applying Adam, Kingma and Ba 2014, where we set $1 equals 0.9, B2 equals 0.99, Euro equals 10 to 15. The choice of $1 and 32 makes only a small difference, but the small value of E equals 10 to 15 can significantly accelerate the convergence of the hash table entries when their gradients are sparse and weak. To prevent divergence after long training periods, we apply a weak L2 regularization, factor 10 to 6, to the neural network weights, but not to the hash table entries. Lastly, we skip atom steps for hash table entries whose gradient is exactly zero. This saves approximately 10% performance when gradients are sparse, which is a common occurrence with T batch size. Even though this heuristic violates some of the assumptions behind Adam, we observe no degradation in convergence, equals non-spatial input dimensions ZERE. The multi-resolution hash encoding targets spatial coordinates with relatively low dimensionality. All our experiments operate either in 2D or 3D. 
However, it is frequently useful to input auxiliary dimensions FE-RE to the neural network, such as the view direction and material parameters when learning a light field. In such cases, the auxiliary dimensions can be encoded with established techniques whose cost does not scale superlinearly with dimensionality. We use the one-blob encoding, Muller et al. 2019, in neural radiance caching, Muller et al. 2021, and the spherical harmonics basis in NERF, similar to concurrent work, Verbin et al. 2021, U et al. 2021A. 5. Experiments. To highlight the versatility and high quality of the encoding, we compare it with previous encodings in four distinct computer graphics primitives that benefit from encoding spatial coordinates. 5.1 gigapixel image approximation learning the 2D to RGB mapping of image coordinates to colors has become a popular benchmark for testing a model's ability to represent high-frequency detail. Martel et al. 2021. Muller et al. 2019. Sitzman et al. 2020. Tanchik et al. 2020. Recent breakthroughs in adaptive coordinate networks, Acorn, Martel et al. 2021, have shown impressive results when fitting very large images up to a billion pixels with high fidelity at even the smallest scales. We target our multi-resolution hash encoding at the same task and converge to high-fidelity images in seconds to minutes, figure 4. For comparison, on the Tokyo panorama from figure 1, Acorn achieves a PSNR of 38.59 decibels after 36.9 H of training. With a similar number of parameters, T equals 224, our method achieves the same PSNR after 2.5 minutes of training, peaking at 41.9 decibels after 4 minutes. Figure 6 showcases the level of detail contained in our model for a variety of hash table sizes T on another image. It is difficult to directly compare the performance of our encoding to ACORN. A factor of approximately 10 stems from our use of fully fused CUDA kernels, provided by the tiny CUDA NN framework, Muller 2021. The input encoding allows for the use of a much smaller MLP than with ACORN, which accounts for much of the remaining 10% to 100% speedup. That said, we believe that the biggest value add of the multi-resolution hash encoding is its simplicity. ACORN relies on an adaptive subdivision of the scene as part of a learning curriculum, none of which is necessary with our encoding. 5.2 Signed Distance Functions Signed Distance Functions, SDFs, in which a 3D shape is represented as the zero-level set of a function of position X, are used in many applications including simulation, path planning, 3D modeling, and video games. Deep SDF, Park et al. 2019, uses a large MLP to represent SDFs. Takikawa et al. Reference 2021, NGLOD achieves state-of-the-art results in both quality and speed by combining a much smaller MLP with an octree of trainable feature vectors. To allow meaningful comparisons in terms of both performance and quality, we implemented an optimized version of NGLOD in our framework. Related implementation details, as well as those pertaining to the real-time training of SDFs are described in Appendix B in Figure 7. We compare NGLOD with our multi-resolution hash encoding at roughly equal parameter count. We also show a straightforward application of the frequency encoding, Mildenhall et al., 2020, to provide a baseline. By using a data structure tailored to the reference shape, NGLOD achieves the highest visual reconstruction quality. However, even without such a dedicated data structure, our encoding approaches a similar fidelity to NGLOD in terms of the GIOU4 metric, with similar performance and memory cost. Hash collisions are visible as undesired surface roughness on the scale of the finest grid resolution and do not disappear with longer training times. However, the SDF is defined everywhere within the training volume, as opposed to NGLOD, which is only defined within the octree, i.e. close to the surface. 
This permits the use of certain SDF rendering techniques such as approximate soft shadows from a small number of off-surface distance samples, Evans 2006, as shown in the adjacent figure. 5.3 Neural Radiance Caching In Neural Radiance Caching, Muller et al., 2021, the task of the MLP is to predict photorealistic pixel colors from feature buffers, see figure 8. The MLP is run independently for each pixel, i.e. the model is not convolutional, so the feature buffers can be treated as per-pixel feature vectors that contain the 3D coordinate X as well as additional features. We can therefore directly apply our multi-resolution hash encoding to X while treating all additional features as auxiliary encoded dimensions and to be concatenated with the encoded position, using the same encoding as Muller et al. 2021. We integrated our 36 to 8 Muller et al. work into Muller et al.'s implementation of neural radiance caching and therefore refer to their paper for implementation details. For photorealistic rendering, the neural radiance cache is typically queried only for indirect path contributions, which masks its reconstruction error behind the first reflection. In contrast, we would like to emphasize the neural radiance cache's error, and thus the improvement that can be obtained by using our multi-resolution hash encoding, so we directly visualize the neural radiance cache at the first path vertex. Figure 9 shows that compared to the triangle wave encoding of Muller et al. 2021, our encoding results in sharper reconstruction while incurring only a mild performance overhead of 0.7 milliseconds that reduces the frame rate from 147 to 133 fps at a resolution of 1920x1080px. Notably, the neural radiance cache is trained online during rendering, from a path tracer that runs in the background, which means that the 0.7 milliseconds overhead includes both training and runtime costs of our encoding. 5.4 Neural Radiance and Density Fields, NERF, in the NERF setting, a volumetric shape is represented in terms of a spatial, 3D, density function and a spatio-directional, 5D, emission function, which we represent by a similar neural network architecture as Mildenhall et al. 2020. We train the model in the same ways as Mildenhall et al. by backpropagating through a differentiable ray marcher driven by 2D RGB images from known camera poses. Model architecture. Unlike the other three applications, our NERF model consists of two concatenated MLPs, a density MLP followed by a color MLP, Mildenhall et al., 2020. The density MLP maps the hash encoded position Y equals ENC, X, 0, to 16 output values, the first of which we treat as log space density. The color MLP adds view-dependent color variation. Its input is the concatenation of the 16 output values of the density MLP, and the view direction projected onto the first 16 coefficients of the spherical harmonics basis, i.e. up to degree 4. This is a natural frequency encoding over unit vectors. Equals its output is an RGB color triplet, for which we use either a sigmoid activation when the training data has low dynamic range, sRGB, or an exponential activation when it has high dynamic range, linear HDR. We prefer HDR training data due to the closer resemblance to physical light transport. This brings numerous advantages as has also been noted in concurrent work, Mildenhall et al., 2021. Informed by the analysis in figure 10, our results were generated with a one hidden layer density MLP and a two hidden layer color MLP, both 64 neurons wide. Accelerated ray marching. When marching along rays for both training and rendering, we would like to place samples such that they contribute somewhat uniformly to the image, minimizing wasted computation. Thus, we concentrate samples near surfaces by maintaining an occupancy grid that coarsely marks empty versus non-empty space. In large scenes, we additionally cascade the occupancy grid and distribute samples exponentially rather than uniformly along the ray. Appendix C describes these procedures in detail. 
at HD resolutions, synthetic and even real-world scenes can be trained in seconds and rendered at 60 fps, without the need of caching of the MLP outputs, Garbin et al. 2021. Wizardwangsa et al. 2021. U et al. 2021b. This high performance makes it tractable to Muller et al. 36-10. Add effects such as anti-aliasing, motion blur and depth of field by brute force tracing of multiple rays per pixel, as shown in figure 12. Comparison with direct voxel lookups. Figure 11 shows an ablation where we replace the entire neural network with a single linear matrix multiplication, in the spirit of, although not identical to, concurrent direct voxel-based nerf, Sun et al. 2021. U et al. 2021a. While the linear layer is capable of reproducing view-dependent effects, the quality is significantly compromised as compared to the MLP, which is better able to capture specular effects and to resolve hash collisions across the interpolated multi-resolution hash tables, which manifest as high-frequency artifacts. Fortunately, the MLP is only 15% more expensive than the linear layer, thanks to its small size and efficient implementation. Comparison with high-quality offline nerf. In Table 2, we compare the peak signal to noise ratio, PSNR, of our multi-resolution hash encoding with that of nerf, Mildenhall et al. 2020, MEEP nerf, Baron et al. 2021, and NSVF, Lu et al. 2020, which all require on the order of hours to train. In contrast, we list results of our method after training for 1 to 5 minutes. Our PSNR is competitive with nerf and NSVF after just 15s of training, and competitive with MIPNERF, although slightly worse, after 5 minutes of training. On one hand, our method performs best on scenes with high geometric detail, such as Ficus and Lego, achieving the best PSNR of all methods. On the other hand, MIPNERF and NSVF outperform our method on scenes with complex, view-dependent reflections, such as materials. We attribute this to the much smaller MLP that we necessarily employ to obtain our speed-up of several orders of magnitude over these competing implementations. Lastly, to demonstrate how much of our performance originates from the aforementioned efficient implementation versus the multi-resolution hash encoding, we evaluate an architecture that approximates original NERF, ours, frequency, generated within our framework. These results approach NERF's quality after training for just approximately 5 minutes, which validates that they are implemented correctly, yet are still outperformed by our multi-resolution hash encoding after training for a much shorter duration, 5S15S. 6. Discussion and future work concatenation versus reduction. At the end of the encoding, we concatenate rather than reduce, for example, by summing, the f-dimensional feature vectors obtained from each resolution. We prefer concatenation for two reasons. First, it allows for independent, fully parallel processing of each resolution. Second, a reduction of the dimensionality of the encoded result y from lf to f may be too small to encode useful information. While f could be increased proportionally, it would make the encoding much more expensive. However, we recognize that there may be applications in which reduction is favorable, such as when the neural network is significantly more expensive than the encoding, in which case the added computational cost of increasing f could be insignificant. We thus argue for concatenation by default and not as a hard and fast rule. In our applications, concatenation, coupled with f equals 2 always yielded by far the best results. Microstructure due to hash collisions. The salient artifact of our encoding is a small amount of grainy microstructure, most visible on the learned signed distance functions, figure 1 and figure 7. The graininess is a result of hash collisions that the MLP is unable to fully compensate for. We believe that the key to achieving state-of-the-art quality on SDFs with our encoding will be to find a way to overcome this microstructure, for example by filtering hash table lookups or by imposing an additional smoothness prior on the loss.
learning the hash function. While we currently optimize the entries of our hash tables, it is conceivable to also optimize the hash function itself in the future. Two possible avenues are i. Developing a continuous formulation of hashing that is amenable to analytic differentiation or e. Applying an evolutionary optimization algorithm that can efficiently explore the discrete function space. Generative setting. Parametric input encodings, when used in a generative setting, typically arrange their features in a dense grid which can then be populated by a separate generator network, typically a CNN such as Style Gone, Chan et al. 2021. DeVries et al. 2021. Pung et al. 2020b. Our hashing coding adds an additional layer of complexity, as the features are not arranged in a regular pattern through the input domain. That is, the features are not bijective with other applications. We are interested in applying the multi-resolution hash encoding to other low-dimensional tasks that require accurate, high-frequency fits. The frequency encoding originated from the attention mechanism of transformer networks, Viswani et al., 2017. We hope that parametric encodings such as ours can lead to a meaningful improvement in general, attention-based tasks. Heterogeneous volumetric density fields, such as cloud and smoke stored in a VDB, Musith 2013, 2021. Data structure often include empty space on the outside, a solid core on the inside, and sparse detail on the volumetric surface. This makes them a good fit for our encoding. In the code released alongside this paper, we have included a preliminary implementation that fits a radiance and density field directly from the noisy output of a volumetric path tracer. The initial results are promising, as shown in figure 13, and we intend to pursue this direction further in future work. 7. Conclusion. Many graphics problems rely on task-specific data structures to exploit the sparsity or smoothness of the problem at hand. Our multi-resolution hash encoding provides a practical learning-based alternative that automatically focuses on relevant detail, independent of task at hand. Its low overhead allows it to be used even in time-constrained settings like online training and inference. In the context of neural network input encodings, it is a drop-in replacement, for example speeding up NERF by several orders of magnitude and matching the performance of concurrent non-neural 3D reconstruction techniques. Slow computational processes in any setting, from lightmap baking to the training of neural networks, can lead to frustrating workflows due to long iteration times, Enderton and Wexler 2011. We have demonstrated that single GPU training times measured in seconds are within reach for many graphics applications, allowing neural approaches to be applied where previously they may have been discounted. Acknowledgements. We are grateful to Andrew Dow, Angel Patney, David Lubke, Jacob Monkberg, James Lucas, Jonathan Granskog, Jonathan Tremblay. Thanks for listening to this reading. For the entire paper and more, check out our homepage, papersread.ai.